Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness Mastery. I'm Melanie Kinch and I'm your host. Are you tired of that yo-yo effect, dieting effect? You know, you lose 10 pounds, you gain 15, you lose 20 pounds, you gain 25. Are you tired of that game? Do you want to be vibrantly well, to be strong and healthy, to feel good in your skin again? Then you've come to the right place. Stick around. We've got some tips and strategies to help you do just that. Hey, 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 friend. How are you doing? I hope things are awesome in your world. Um, I want to talk to you about something a little bit sobering today. Yesterday, okay, I got to back up first. Yesterday, I had such an amazing day. My daughter is um, in school to be an esthetician. So she's needing to get a bunch of practice, right? As they get closer to their practical exams. And so yesterday I got to go in and spend most of the day with her. I had a facial, microdermabrasion. Uh, what else did I have? A pedicure, a spa pedicure, I think. And, and then she waxed me. I let her wax my legs and my armpits. Oh my word. <laughs> I, I actually have never been waxed before. And so I was a little bit afraid, but she did fantastic. Anyway, the day was really, really cool. Just awesome to watch my daughter doing her thing, right? As we all know, that that's cool to watch. But as I was sitting there getting my pedicure done, you know, have you ever stopped and just sort of listened to people? Just sort of listen to them, tell their stories about their families or their kids or, you know, what's kind of going on in their life. And I was, I was just, I was just sitting there listening to people talk, you know, and there was one lady in particular that was talking about her, you know, her, her daughter and her, and her marriage and or her wedding, I guess they must've just got married. And, um, you know, something that kept coming up for me is, well, and and, I mean, I I have no way of knowing this, but she talked a lot about, you know, her child's behavioral issues and how, you know, she was screaming and yelling and doing this and having a blown a fit and doing this and doing this. And this was a young lady. I think she said, Again, when you listen, you can really hear a lot of things. But I think she said she was like, not quite 30. And I'm thinking, you know, I remember, I remember when my kids were small. It was a long time ago now, but I do remember them having fits and blowing things, blowing gaskets and that kind of thing um, as they test us and, and stuff. But it couldn't, I couldn't help but wonder, because this has kind of come up a lot, is that you know, the food that we feed our kids plays a huge impact in their behavior. The, the level of activity, the amount of time they're outside, this plays huge, 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 um, like a huge part in the health, the mental, emotional, physical health of our children. Now, I'm suspecting that if you're here, you know, obviously you want to lose weight, but I want to talk to you today more importantly about the people that are around us, the people that we influence, the people that, you know, we have an effect on. That could be our, ch- our children. That could be our grandchildren. That could simply be the neighbor kid. It doesn't actually matter, but I want to read something to you. Really, really saddens me, really saddens me. So it says, um, now this article came from the United States because it says the United States has a big problem. It's children, their weight. That is, they are getting bigger and bigger, much too big. In fact, ex- um, this lady Kadia explores the problem of childhood obesity. And this is what she says. So she says, childhood, so one in, uh, one third of American children and adolescents are overweight or obese. 
Among adolescents aged 12 to 19 years, the number are even higher. An estimated 34% are overweight and another 18.1% are obese. This means that more than half the entire adult population is above the normal weight and have an increased risk of disease. She also goes on to say that childhood obesity sets the stage for a number of health problems later in life. However, you don't need to wait for adulthood to see the devastating health effects. There are serious consequences even during childhood. Now listen to this. She says that doctors are seeing diseases such as type 2 diabetes, breathing problems, depression, kidney disease, heart disease, inflammation, and poor circulation, which have only typically um, affected adults, right? But it's now striking children, get this, as young as six. Six years old? And they're going through this stuff already? Oh my word. So get this, it says... Um, Growing, she's got some statistics here. Growing children, growing problems. So she says 70% of overweight adolescents will become overweight adults. 90% of obese 17-year-olds will become obese adults. Less than 30% of all children ages 16 to 17 engage in any kind of vigorous activity. Less than 30%. Oh my goodness, you guys, that's huge. I mean, huge because it's so low. 75% of obese 11-year-olds will become obese adults, and 34% of adolescents aged 12 to 19 years are currently overweight, and another 18.1 are obese. Oh my word, you guys, this is crazy. This is so scary. So this is the, they've said that this is the first generation that will die before their parents. Can you see why? Can you see why the grandchildren the great-grandchildren aren't going to live to a ripe old age if they don't get this stuff figured out, this weight stuff figured out. This is huge. This is huge. Not to mention all the social stuff that happens, right? Now, you know how you don't like when people look at you because you feel self-conscious in your body. What about these kids? What about these kids that go to school and, you know, they still bully each other. They still pick on each other. And unfortunately, sometimes they don't have a filter. So they just say whatever, whatever. So there's all that emotional, mental stuff, right? But in order to reduce this picture, we have to understand the root cause of this epidemic. And I can tell you right now, without even reading from this article, I can tell you right now that it's going to be the Western, the, um, you know, Western American diet or the, or the, um, it's either a, a no, a, a sad diet, Western American diet. I forget. Anyway, um, American standard diet. I forget. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I should have figured that out. But there's the diet that, that typically we eat in North America. What is it? High carbs, high sugar, low fiber, you know, high bad fat, low good fat, right? And tons and tons of sugar. That is typically the, the diet. Our children do not eat enough fruits and vegetables. They eat way too many carbs of the bad kind, the simple carbs. They are not getting activity. They, they're sitting on their devices. They're sitting in front of the TV. They're sitting on a computer. They don't have social interactions with kids except on social media. And then it's so, so dangerous and detrimental to them anyway. So really, those are, those are the real concerns, right? 
just as they are with us. It's the same thing with our kids, except worse, because they don't get to monitor or maybe even make choices. Because how many times have you heard a parent say, you better eat that, you better eat all of it. And if I put it in front of you, you're going to eat it, right? And how many times have you heard, how many times have we maybe said that to our children or grandchildren? So they may not even have a choice. Like we can get up from a meal and say, I'm not going to eat this. Or we can read a menu and go, oh, totally not going to eat that. Right? But what about our kids? What about our kids? And if they're taught to eat garbage from the time they're little, what, what chance do they stand to, to make any changes? It's going to be really hard for them. So what can you do to help? This is really, really important because... There is really, I mean, it's, it's overwhelming the, the amount of people that this affects. However, the solutions are closer than we think. So what can we do as individuals? So when you are as healthy yourself, um, you will influence the children around you by setting a good example. So you want to get healthy yourself, right? You want to start losing weight. You want to start cutting out those sugary drinks and sugary, whatever treats and all that stuff. And you want to start doing that stuff because this is not just about feeling good or looking good. This is affecting generations upon generations, right? You want to increase the amount of fiber-rich plant foods in your diet, which therefore will increase it in your in the people that you're feeding, in the little people that you're feeding. It's going to increase it there too. Be physically active for at least 30 minutes every day. Get a pedometer. Set a walking goal for yourself and track your progress. Learn practical ways to cook more healthfully. And try new recipes. Replace sodas and prepackaged juices with water or only freshly squeezed juice. Okay, so what can you do as a family? Join a walking club or health initiative together. It's always fun to do stuff together, right? Get the kids out doing stuff. Um, plan for regular fun family time outside in nature and fresh air. So on your rest day, I'm hoping you're taking your rest day on, you know, I take my rest day as a, it's a biblical rest, which is the seventh day of the week. Um, so on those days you can be out playing, walking. I mean, you can do this any day of the week, but, but really you can be out walking, biking, having a, you know, ball game, whatever. Like now it's starting to get warmer. We can do that stuff outside in the winter. It's still, you could still go skating or, or do those things. So planning that time outside is really, really important. Replace family time in front of the TV with fun physical activities. You know, I got to tell you a little story about that. My kids, they had TV when they were growing up, um, a little bit. Well, it got more and more as I got more and more kids. Um, but you know what? I made them go outside every single day. Every single day I made them go outside. And we didn't have devices like these kids have now. We didn't, we didn't have any of that stuff. And so the only thing they had was videos that they got to watch. <laughs> VHS videos, if you can imagine, if you even know what that is, um, that the kids got to watch. And I would limit the, how much time they had. But other than that, it was, and if it was nice outside, get outside. And if there was friends over, get outside. I just didn't give them an option. But now, unfortunately, it seems like kids are given the choice whether they want to or not. But you got to be the leader. you got to be the leader. you got to be the one that sets the boundaries and says, uh-uh-uh, get your butt outside. Come help me rake leaves. Let's go jump on the trampoline. Whatever the case may be. Get outside and do stuff, right? Start a family vegetable garden and eat produce that you grow. This is really, really key. Um, I've actually sold a few tower gardens. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a, it's a beautiful big system that you can actually grow uh, produce on 
in in the house or in a, it grows upwards. Anyway, I can't go into what I can't explain it right here, but I I have been into schools and sold, you know, and, and talked to teachers and principals and stuff about these things. And it's amazing what happens. These schools are starting to use this these things to get kids interested in eating produce. And it really, truly works. It does. When kids watch something grow, they are so excited to want to eat it. So, you know, if you can even just get raised beds, just make raised beds, get some nice dirt. And, you know, if you don't have a big garden spot or whatever, you just have a little spot in your backyard. Or if you don't, if you live in an apartment, just start getting herbs and um, you know, things like that, that they can grow and you can put them on salads, right? It's still going to be really fun for them to eat this stuff. So what can we do as a community? So you can organize things like a 5k run or a summer sports camp. You can partner with local farmers to bring farmers markets to your neighborhood. You can offer healthy cooking classes in your local church or community. You can engage your local school or faith community in this effort as well. They love to help usually with that stuff. You can sponsor a community garden or feeding site to benefit those who lack access to healthful food. Meet with the community leaders to discuss ways you can partner to fight childhood obesity. You see, there's lots of things that we can do to impact our children. You know, I know that sometimes we think that once our kids have gone too far, that we can't, we can't do anything for them. We can't get them back, but that's not true. That's so not true. We need to, we need to continually strive to give our children or, you know, in your case, if it's grandchildren, give them opportunities to learn help more healthful practices and to see you do it, to see you do it is going to be such a huge, you know, benefit to those kids. So uh, I, I just think there's so much we could do. And it's just, it takes that first step, just like your own wellness and weight loss journey. The first step, right? is the first step being committed, being, you know, deciding or, or being aware that there's a problem and asking what you can do to change it. These are all first steps that you can start with. But, you know, think about the, the impacts. Like, would you, can you imagine a six-year-old with depression and diabetes and high cholesterol? Like, really? Six? I just can't even wrap my head around that. I, I, just, I just can't even. It's so sad. It's so sad. Their whole life is going to be destroyed before they even get there before they even are old enough to make any choices on their own. That just breaks my heart. So I hope it breaks your heart too. And I hope you are ready to make some changes in your life so that those little people that are watching you can be positively impacted to make better choices in their life. All right, for now, that's all I got. I got to head out. I'm going to work with a a young man who has um, depression and um, yeah, has, anyway, doesn't matter what he's done, but um, I'm going to help him go through a depression anxiety recovery program. So I got to roll, but take care. God bless and get out and be active today. I hope it's sunny where you are and you can get out and enjoy it. Take care. Bye-bye for now.